welcome to Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I'm your co-host, Ron Delvolano. And I'm your co-host, Matt Raddick. I was taking out my trash the other day, Matt. Yeah. And do you know what I found in the dumpster? Uh, what, what, what did you find? It was Braun Strowman. <laughs> Has he been on the show since TLC? I don't believe so. I don't think he made his return on Monday. I could be wrong because I, I have this this like sort of blind spot in my mind for wrestling as of late and that it just all kind of blurs together and i really forget when things happened like i didn't realize that that uh tlc was just last sunday yeah i know we were just talking about that that was weird mm-hmm. um braun Strowman. i didn't i didn't see him in any of the clips i watched this week no for all you listeners who don't watch wrestling as the premise of the show right implies suggests last weekend at the tlc tables lighters and chairs pay-per-view event braun mm-hmm. Strowman was thrown into the back of a dump a dump truck a dump no, truck a garbage, a garbage truck. truck yes I almost said a dumpster. Yeah. Uh, he was thrown in the back of a garbage truck, mm-hmm. crushed, crushed, and then driven out of the arena. You know, that's that what was it. I, I really don't know much about the mechanics of garbage trucks, but I, I really do wonder how that bit works. Like, there must be some kind of, I, I guess I just, where did he go? I thought that garbage trucks crushed everything inside Right, them. it flattens it, and then yeah. it turns it into like a cube, and then they dump the cube into like a... You know, like a into a, a landfill thing that crushes into a smaller cube. Yeah, yeah. And it goes into a landfill, right? Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole process of crushing. Yeah, but there there must be some kind of escape hatch or something because, I mean, I I can't imagine that WWE wanted to murder Braun Strowman. That'd be that'd be insane they if they actually like just him. killed him. Yeah, it would really be a a, a a shocking twist. You got to commit to the bit though. <laughs> well, ain't that the truth? Um, TLC TLC was pretty good. I thought I thought it was yeah, it was all right. I had a good time. You know, I. I'm really enjoying what WWE is doing right now because it's really just like not taking itself seriously at all. Like nothing matters. All there's a lot of just like sort of like one-off feuds that that don't have any sort of consequence behind them, and we all we owe it all. We owe it all to the mumps. Shout out to the mumps. It's not the mumps. They said there's there's mixed reports. Some oh, people have God. said it's viral meningitis. Some people have said it's mumps. It's the mumps. So I'm just gonna it's switch awful. it up every time we talk about it. Oh no. That's super contagious. Yeah, it is. Mumps. That's why they were like, "Hey, maybe y'all shouldn't wrestle each other. Maybe you shouldn't yeah. be shouldn't be latching on to each other." I'm gonna get stuff. mumps on their lumps. Mumps on their lumps. My lovely lady mumps. Ugh. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a great match between uh, Finn Balor and AJ Styles for um, no reason, for, which meant nothing. It all was of, good. All of my hopes of it maybe spurring some kind of Bullet Club feud. They kissed were at dashed. the end. They did. They kissed their they kissed their fingers together. They kissed hands. Their hands kissed. Uh, I I made that that picture of my desktop background because I thought it was really nice. Yeah, of course that makes sense naturally. And then there was this this crazy crazy catastrophe of a match. Crazy catastrophe is probably not the right word. There's probably some kind of you word. not like it a calamity. No, I liked it. I liked it just fine. Oh, there's just a lot going on. Yeah, you it realize was... that that match was like 45 minutes long. Yeah, it was it was a clusterfuck. Yeah, is what right. you're trying to say. Ah, yes, it was. But it was a delightful clusterfuck. Well, aren't they all? <laughs> um, it resulted so so. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a 45 minute recap of this 45 minute. Please match. do. I'm gonna go take a shit. Okay, sure. Have fun. Um, so basically, this match had bronze oh, and a nap at the same time. <laughs> it was Dean Ambrose and and Seth Rollins and Kurt Angle versus Braun Strowman, Kane, The Miz, and The Bar, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Um, Angle came out not in his Olympic regalia, which is kind of what I thought they would do, but rather in a sort of Roman Reigns cosplay sort of situation. He was just wearing Roman Reigns' clothes. Um, they all they all came out through the through the through the the crowd as the Shield is wont to do, and uh, and then there was a match, 
And throughout there was the uh, throughout the match, at one point Braun Strowman put Kurt Angle through a table, and that meant that Kurt Angle had to go bye bye and and go into the back with the help of some some medical professionals. And then the bad guy team proceeded to just turn on each other completely. And Kane and Braun Strowman got in some kind of big fight. Kane put Braun Strowman through the stage with a choke slam and then dumped a bunch of chairs on top of them. And then Braun Strowman was like, I'm not finished with you, and came back and did a bunch of shit, and then Kane and everybody else stuffed him into a garbage truck, as we alluded to in the beginning of this program, and then the garbage truck drove away. And then, lo and behold, Kurt Angle made his triumphant return. His neck was not, in fact, broken once again. And so him and Seth and Dean did a bunch of cool moves, and then they beat up all the bad guys, and then the good guys triumphed over evil once again. And okay, I'm it. back. I'm well rested. I'm ah, completely yes. empty. <laughs> How'd that go? Just in time. Just How in was that? Time. Uh, it was pretty good. Do you want me to run it back one yeah, more time? Yeah, if you could so just you give it back it? to me, because I forgot. Uh, yes, of course. While while tables, ladders, and chairs are happening, I fell asleep and took a shit. <laughs> so if you could recap that match for me once again. This is, a, this is a, a theme in your life. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was fun. The weird thing about this was, like... It was so clear to me that they, like, the whole, like, finish of the match was supposed to have Roman Reigns in it. And rather than, like, try and come up with a new finish, they were just like, no, we're just going to do the same thing, but have other people do it. So, like, rather than Roman Reigns doing a spear of Kane through through the barricade, they just had Seth and Dean do a spear of Kane through the barricade. And then rather than, like, Angle doing one of his finishing moves to kind of end the match, they just did the same finishing move, the Cerberus powerbomb, and and it was just Angle doing the... He even did the little ooh-ah thing that, that Roman Reigns yeah, did. Yeah, that was pretty it cool. Was fun. It was cute. It was, it was fine. Um, so is, is this a return for Kurt Angle, or do you think that was a one-off? Um, I think it is... The, the word on the street is that it's, it's, it's somewhere in between. It, this feud is not going to continue, and he's not going to be wrestling at Summer, or at Survivor Series, but they are going to have him wrestle again. And I do think that that was always the plan. They just were like, well, we got to do this sooner than we thought because because Roman Reigns has the mumps. What do you think the chances are that we see Kurt Angle versus Daniel Bryan? I would say 0% chance. 0% chance? Yes. You don't think there's going to be like a breakneck match between the two <laughs> of them? A, a literal death match? <laughs> a literal death match. No, I don't think that that will be the case. Uh, I think that they could, and it would probably be, be fine, because despite the fact that Daniel Bryan uh, has wrestled himself within an inch of his life, basically, he's a really safe worker. So I think that they could uh, they could be fine. They could do a thing, but I, that's not going to happen. They're never going to let Daniel Bryan wrestle again. And Daniel Bryan's probably going to leave WWE and go wrestle in Ring of Honor or something like that. Do you think so? I actually do, yeah. His contract's up in, I think, like, September or something why would like they? Why would WWE not let Daniel Bryan wrestle, but they will let Kurt Angle wrestle? Who knows? Do they just care less about Kurt Angle? I, I, I seriously have no idea, like, what the sort of logic is on this. Like, they, they literally pushed Kurt Angle out of the company. I mean, I guess they just see that, like, that's more of a moneymaker. And, I, and I, I can kind of see that because, like, casual fans know who Kurt Angle is, and they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, Kurt Angle's back. Let's, let's go watch okay, this match. Sure. Whereas, like... Most casual fans aren't going to give two shits about Daniel Bryan, so they're like, they're not, they're like, well, we could, this guy could maybe die, and we won't really make any money off of it, or this guy could maybe die, and we'll probably make a lot of money off of it. So, Jeez. off of the bootlegs, yeah, right, of that tape. To answer your question, I don't think that this is like the beginning of some kind of Kurt Angle 
feud or you anything You don't think like they're that. building up to this for a Survivor Series? No, I don't. I mean, we'll see, because they, they started, you know, formulating the teams and, and, and the, the card for Survivor Series on Monday and Tuesday this week, but I don't think that it's going to end up being, like, Kurt Angle is the captain of his team, or that he's wrestling on his team or anything like that. Uh, I feel like this week was very heavily about Survivor Series and it was planning ahead. You know, uh, it was weird because I feel like WWE is somehow still in panic mode after their whole viral infection debacle. Sure. And after they went viral. Yeah, exactly. And so they were like we're just going to fucking put all of our shit out there and they were like let's not even like tr- like I think that they were worried that no one was going to care because like nothing the thing that they tried to make happen at TLC couldn't happen. And, the, and they thought that, like, everybody was going to tune out. So they were like, all right, we got to immediately show our whole hand here and get people to actually pay attention well, to explain us. what Survivor Series is. It's a pay-per-view next month. Yes. In, like, three weeks. In Yeah, it's on what, November What 19th. is the... What makes it Survivor Series? The titular Survivor Series match yeah. is a five-on-five elimination-style tag team match. So it's like you get two teams of five... And, you know, as uh, when someone gets pinned, they get eliminated, and eventually one team emerges victorious. Um, a lot of times they do it as some sort of, like, faction versus faction thing. And and whenever the, the brands are split up, as they are now, it tends to be a Raw versus SmackDown thing. And at least for this pay-per-view, at least for this version of it, and I don't remember if it was this way last year, it seems like every single match is going to be Raw versus SmackDown. It seems that cool. way to me, because yeah. Kurt revealed most of the card. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be the whole card or if it's just going to be most of the card. But they're doing, as we as we had heard before, they're going to do Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar, so the WWE champion versus the WWE Universal champion. They're going to do uh, Alexa Bliss versus Natalia, women's champions. They're going to do the Usos versus Seth and Dean, tag team champions. And then they're going to do Baron Corbin versus The Miz, the Intercontinental title versus the U.S. title. So because it's all champions, there's yeah. no no titles will be exchanged. No, no titles here. will be exchanged. This is they're not following the thing that I want them to do, where mm. one person just goes for all the titles. Right. Yes. You can That's, still you can keep that dream alive, but they are they're not doing it. Not today. I will be able to see the matches, but no titles will will change hands. Precisely. Yeah. Speaking of things that I like to do. Or uh, yes. Th- speaking of the WWE stealing my ideas, <laughs> there was a bit this week where Enzo hurt his vocal cords, mm. and so he yeah, couldn't that, do. That bit was called, I think, laryngitis. <laughs> well, the bit is that he couldn't do his intro. Yeah, and so they had Drew Drew Gulak. Mm, yes, the, the ghoul, the, the ghoul, ghoul himself. himself, very Halloween themed. Mm-hmm. Drew Gulak mm-hmm. come out and read Enzo's intro bit, mm-hmm. just like I did. I actually didn't didn't see this. This is very he, funny. He read it basically word for word like I did mm, I see. on Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling, except the WWE listens. Mm. They watch and listen. They watch and listen. And they stole my bit. They stole your fucking idea. Those again. bastards. Once again. Once again, the How WWE is profiting off of me off doing of your, their writing your, for them. Of your creative genius. I know, right? Yeah. So that happened if you want to watch it. It wasn't as funny as when I did it. <laughs> well, sure, we'll be sure to link to that so you at home can compare and see if you like if you p- prefer Drew Gulak or or Ron Delvolano in in your in your dramatic readings of Enzo's little monologue sort of thing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, Survivor series. That's we're just like pedal to the metal driving towards that thing, which is exciting because Survivor Series is very fun, and I feel like there's a lot of, like, like 
I don't know. It's just like a lot of matches that we that we aren't going to get to see normally because like these people don't work together. However, it's really weird because it's like almost all of the matches are just bad guys versus bad guys, which is very which is very weird to me. Um, because like I, Natalia and and Alexa are both heels, right? And Baron Corbin and the Miz are both heels, right? And Jinder's a heel, and Brock's kind of a heel. I don't know. It's just like I don't understand like what the what the I don't know. I don't understand who we're supposed to be rooting for. And then in like the the, the big multi man matches, I feel the same way. I don't I don't understand the whole premise of this because it's like I get it. You're it's the brand versus brand, so the mm-hmm. entire thing is more of like a showcase rather yeah, than like totally. anything significant. But you still have people feuding within your own brand, and then oh, they yeah, all have totally. to team up to like. Why would you? I feel like there's gonna there's got to be a lot of betrayals at Survivor Series because mm-hmm. people who don't like working with each other, people who are actively feuding, having to work together to fight people who they're not feuding against, yeah, and they right. have like no beef, no even connection with at yeah, all. Yeah. Well, I mean, they tried to. The, well, okay, so two things. I'm I am wondering if there is going to be some other matches on the card because they're they're definitely building towards a Kane Braun Strowman feud, and then there's the whole stuff with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Like they're kind of feuding with Shane McMahon and with with Daniel Bryan, so it doesn't really make sense for them to suddenly just be like, yeah, we'll fight for you, Shane, or anything like that. And I mean, they they kind of started trying to build some sort of tension between the brands with this whole under siege thing that they did this was fucking insane it was it was wild it was i thought it was really cool i they were really heavy-handed with trying to get this hashtag trending because they just kept saying hashtag under siege like over and over and over again the 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 under siege thing was that uh the people of smackdown live showed up at raw and get the hell out of everybody backstage but it's like you had faces and stuff involved in this too and so it didn't make any sense yeah yeah i mean the the sort of storytelling mechanic of it was definitely a a little weird and there was a lot of people online that were like that were like why are you working together like dolph ziggler and bobby Roode were just like right yeah that's what i'm saying stuff like that it doesn't really make any sense i i get it um i'm trying to find it dolph ziggler like some people were tweeting at him about this and then he like had a response to it which was which was actually pretty uh pretty intelligent and uh brand loyalty loyalty. nationalism yeah it's kind of that thing it's like it's like he said something to the effect of like yes i dislike this person but like we're still following sort of a sense of order right so he's like he's like i don't just like jump bobby rude every time i see him backstage because like we we work for this show and and it's our job not even necessarily it's our job, but it's just like this is the sort of rules of engagement. It was really sort of like a Geneva convention. Well, no, and, I, and I've mentioned that too. Like when you're actively mad at somebody and feuding with them, like like Kevin Owens and, and Shane McMahon, they mm-hmm. were insulting each other's families, wishing death upon each other. But then like the way they're settling it is through a sanctioned wrestling match where the winner has to pin the other person, not right. just like beat the shit out of the other person. Like right, it's right. still, there's still acting within the rules of the thing that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's and yeah, and that's and that's basically what Dolph was saying. And the other thing he said was like at the end of the day, like I'm still loyal to to my team and like I'm not going to let somebody like he was basically just saying like any any beef I have with essentially my coworkers is is nothing compared to like I'm still like loyal to my company and my team Holy and I'm still going to support them. What? What if like just at your job you're like so what if there was a thing what set if there up was a survivor to... series match at my my place of employment just like like you said you're dealing with your co what if you just like you, you had an argument with your coworker? you're trying to figure out the the big project you're trying to 
to work out the Johnson report. <laughs> And you want to go in one direction, they want to go in another, and yeah. you're like, you know what? Let's just take it to the ring. Let's just see who can pin <laughs> the other. And it's just a sign of respect. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's a, you know, it's no hard feelings. We're gonna kick each other's asses, kind of thing. But uh, but yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. Okay, so I found these tweets. Um, this guy tweeted at 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 uh, Dolph Ziggler with a picture of the the blue team all together, and he said, yeah, look. Heel Ziggler and real Bobby Roode standing next to each other, cheering Rusev on. Yep, their feud is real personal, alluding to the fact that, you know, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode have a personal feud, and Rusev is also a bad guy. Um, to which Dolph responds quite cleverly with, please go tweet about the undead wrestler that shoots lightning, which I thought was a pretty good, yeah, like, there you go. start to this thing. But um, So then someone responded and said... Uh, like, it's fake, idiot. Like, yeah, exactly, sure. Exactly. <laughs> Just, like, fucking suspend your disbelief Like, for I two get your seconds. point, but don't don't yell at me in real life about it. Like, yeah. fuck you. This yeah. is stupid. Some other guy said, but on WWE TV, the undead wrestler shoots lightning. That's what he does. On WWE TV, you and Rude hate each other and fight. Aren't pals. That's what you do. Which is a fair point. Like, if we're, if we're going to say, like, we're all believing what's happening on TV, let's believe that. But then Dolph expanded and he said smackdown was a unit sending a message somehow every week we all wait until we're in the ring the music hits and the bell rings to fight why wouldn't this apply here i didn't high five or even talk to my smackdown appointment nor have i been seeking him out to backstage to jump in so to say like just because we're working together doesn't mean that we're pals like it's sort of like we have a a a greater common enemy Sure. He goes on to say, I have nothing against Shane. I called out the fans for liking wrestlers that are smoke and mirrors, so it was fun to bust up a show built on masks, fire, smoke, and face paint, and chest protectors. Sorry that you didn't see that. Which that, to me, like, kind of brought this thing to a whole other level. Because it was it, that really was the first time that I feel like there was something that was said that was like, there's a difference between our two shows, and this is sort of what we're... It's, it, this is what the feud is about. It's like, SmackDown is the wrestling show, and... Raw is the entertainment show kind of thing. And and Dolph is basically saying that we're better wrestlers and we're better fighters and we're going to prove that we're better fighters. And we're going to put all of our differences aside to prove that even though we often get the sort of short end of the stick and we're not treated as the as the main show, that we are the better show and that we are the better fighters kind of thing. I, I could see cool. that. But also, have you seen the SmackDown champion Jinder Mahal fight? <laughs> It's not good. I've seen him walk around on his bird legs and almost tip over every time he he makes a move. <laughs> I would say that most wrestlers on Raw are better wrestlers than Jinder Mahal. Uh, I, I would like say Jinder that that's Mahal. Probably true. I would also say that most wrestlers on SmackDown are better wrestlers yeah, than fair. Jinder Mahal. Which uh, is kind of so Jinder is going to be facing Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. Jinder is going to have all of his bones broken. Oh by, my god! By yeah, Paul Brock Heyman Lesnar. came out and did this whole thing about like Jinder. You're not like you're not. Brock's. You're not legit. He sort you're of did Brock's this level almost breaking kayfabe kind of thing where he was like everyone is aware that you're not a very good wrestler and it was kind of like oh i do agree with him though yeah right i mean that's the best thing about about i think we've talked about this but about brock and paul is that just like they are all about sort of towing that line between like reality and and kayfabe suspension of disbelief um and it's because like brock is this realistic fighter like he's an actual ufc fighter and he is an actual like amateur wrestler and stuff like that. And he's been very, very successful in all of those endeavors. So he gets to he can say things like that and and bring that again, bring that sense of like reality towards it. It's cool. So I'm very curious to see like what you sort of think of this whole thing. Like I feel like I feel like Survivor Brock Series. And gender or No, Survivor okay. Series as a whole. I think like the whole like idea of Survivor Series is very fun and interesting. And I feel like it I don't know. It's just like 
it, it, it feels unique and special and fun. And it's like, I kind of like that, that we're just like throwing all the other stuff to the side and just like everything is kind of towards this one, this one larger feud of like raw versus SmackDown. And I feel like you would find this entertaining uh, as I much d- as you find wrestling. entertaining. <laughs> well, I do because like I said, this feels more like a showcase. Yeah. Right. Um, and I did think while watching, uh, TLC mm-hmm. last week, cause Lately, there's been a pay-per-view every other friggin' weekend. Yeah, totally. And in this pay-per-view, there was some crossover. We, well, like you brought back, uh, you know, you brought back Kurt Angle, and then you also had AJ Styles fighting Finn Balor. You're doing some brand uh, combining. And I know that it would take away from all the merchandising and all the storytelling and all that, but what if WWE just dropped, like, the weekly show Mm. and just did... Uh, maybe once or twice a month pay-per-view event, and it was just you bring all your best fighters, and you just do it more like, like treat it more like an actual fighting tournament. Would that be sure. a better show? I mean, I think, I think it would ultimately. That's kind what of... that's what Survivor Series feels like to me. That's why, yeah. and that's why, yeah. part of why I was thinking about it. One is because there were so GD many pay-per-views happening yeah. lately, but also just because this match between Finn and AJ, that's what everybody wanted to see. They just wanted oh, yeah, to see totally. the WWE's two of their best fighters fight each other yeah. without, like, I mean, Finn was the the demon, so there was yeah. a bit of a gimmick, but it wasn't really, like, a gimmicky fight. Oh, yeah, totally. It was just one guy versus one guy, and people were super jazzed about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think... Okay, so in in your proposed altering of the, of the landscape here, would you yeah. still have... Like Raw and SmackDown on Tuesday, where like Raw people are only fighting Raw people on Monday, and SmackDown people are only fighting SmackDown people on Tuesday, and then just every pay per view is like a, an interbrand thing. No, no, no. I mean, just eliminate the need for weekly, eliminate the need for Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. and just this is a WWE pay per view. We'll say twice a month. Sure. Every other week, there is a WWE pay per view event happening on the WWE network or you can pay for it, whatever, however yeah, pay-per-views right, right, right. work in 2017. And people it, just pirate them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, these are the best people employed by the WWE and they are fighting each other. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, I think, I, I think that that would be great, but I think that part of what made the AJ Finn Balor thing special is the fact that like, it's not something you can see very often and it's not something that was like expected. Like if, if it becomes the same sort of thing of like Finn and AJ are fighting like once a month, then it, it loses the luster. Cause like, it's like, we've been kind sure. of w- waiting two years for this thing. And if we go to waiting like a couple weeks for that thing, it, it just loses the impact of it a little bit. So that, that's kind of why I think like, it's cool that like something like this is basically a once a year thing or like, a, I, I agree that I would like to see this kind of stuff more often. And I would like to see that, like there were opportunities for like the belts to, to switch shows and like different things like that to be able to happen. But, um, I think that like they do need to be like a little bit spaced out, I guess. Like I always thought that it would be cool if like all of the sort of big few, big four pay-per-views like WrestleMania, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble and SummerSlam, if those were all like a little bit more interbrand, because like right now it's like it's one pay per view where both shows are on it, but there's no like like there's no right, SmackDown just people both fighting there. Raw people exactly. Like I would love it if it was like something like you could challenge for you know the United States Championship if you were a SmackDown person, but you could only do it at like something like SummerSlam where it's like an interbrand thing. Um, and I and I wish that they would spend more time 
on like the weekly shows, like building up for the right to challenge for something. And I think that like by not having the belt be on the show, it would do something like that. So like rather than, you know, Baron Corbin and AJ Styles just fighting week in and week out for the US championship, if like they were competing for the right to challenge for the Intercontinental Championship, you would have this like really long feud where like one of them eventually emerges as the better fighter and then they get to take on the champion who is, you know, maybe it's the Miz still and he's on the other show. So you can only so belts only exchange hands during pay-per-views. Yeah, that's scenario. what I'm saying. Okay, but yeah. but also like because the belt is technically like I'm saying the belt could still change hands if it was like on your brand and it was on your brand pay-per-view. So like at TLC, it could still change hands and that would be fine. Like the, you know, if it was on the same show, but if the belt belonged to the other show, you could only challenge for it at one of the interbrand pay-per-views. I also kind of, I feel like they, I don't understand the need for raw and SmackDown like as two brands, like sure you can Mm -hmm. call them raw and call them SmackDown, but why is it, uh, Jinder Mahal only fights on SmackDown. Like, why? Sure. Yeah. Why can't it just be week by week? Somebody is facing this person. So instead of fighting on Tuesday, you're going to be fighting on a Monday next yeah. week against this guy because it's a much more interesting fight. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. I think like I like the fact that so before the brand split, it kind of sucked because like Raw and SmackDown were basically like the same show, and there was no real reason that you needed to watch SmackDown because it was a lot of just like the same matches that were happening on Raw. And, like, recaps of them and stuff like that. Sure. So it got really redundant. I like the brand split because it gives more people, like, a chance in the spotlight. Because, like, you know, John Cena isn't having a a main event match on Monday and Tuesday. He's only on one show. So that means that the Tuesday main event is going to be completely different people. So... But it, that's that's more just due to the fact that, like, the WWE is, is not great at that kind of stuff. And they just want to, like, shove stuff down your throat. So if they treated the two shows as, like, one long show and, like, you know, one week it's, you know, Cesaro and Sheamus on, on uh, Raw. And then the next week they're fighting on SmackDown or something like that. And it's not necessarily about, like, they only compete on one show but still treat, like, give everybody their own, uh, enough time. I would be into that. But just like, does that make sense? Is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying basically yeah, like, no, but, I, th- I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. We just care about it at to different, to extents. different <laughs> degrees. Yeah. Um, so m- most of the survivor series card is already, already picked out. Sure. But yeah. the, the two things that have not been figured out are the two multi-person matches, the five on five men's match and the five on five women's match. And I think we should spend time trying to figure out who's going to be in those matches. Well, I mean, SmackDown, the women, they announced it in a pretty funny way. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty good. So they, they basically, they had another one of their, their sort of classic women's division bits where all of the women in the division are talking to whoever the, the head honcho is, whether it's Daniel Bryan or Shane McMahon. Uh, so it's, it's Charlotte, it's Tamina, it's uh, Carmella, it's Naomi, and one of the, Becky Lynch, that's the one, and, and then Lana. Lana. And they're all talking to Daniel Bryan. Being, they're, like, trying to figure out who's going to be in the match and who's going to be the team captain. And someone points out, like, well, there's six of us. So, like, Well, Daniel not... Bryan says, you're all doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then I think Lana, Lana says, says, but wait a minute, there's six of us. And then Daniel Bryan just goes, oh, yeah, Lana, you're not in the match. <laughs> like, n- not beating around the bush yeah, about it at all. Very just, like, easily. You're, you're, you're not taking part in this. Um, and then that led to a fatal five-way to determine who was going to be the team captain. Which uh, What does the team captain get to do? I don't know. They basically get to be like the, like, they're going to do some stuff like leading up to it of like, oh, they're like strategizing and like trying to get on the same page and like 
like, you know, Becky's going to be so trying to... it's more to, for the bits. Yeah, it's more for the bits. It doesn't really mean anything. It'll probably mean that, like, in in the conclusion, either, like, the captain will get, like, knocked out early and then the, the team falls apart or, like, the captain is, like, the last person standing or something like that. Or, you know, like, we talked... You, you talked earlier about, like, there's, like, getting people that don't get along that have to be on the same team. And so they might try and, like build towards some kind of future feud by being like, you know, Becky is the captain, but Charlotte really wanted to be captain. And like, now it's like, are they going to be able to work together? And then maybe Charlotte betrays her during the match or something like that. Like they could do all that kind of stuff. Got it. So you want to try to figure out the, the raw women, the raw women. Yes. Well, so they did determine that the cat, the captain for that. Did you catch that? Yeah. It's Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Which is great. I'm, I'm glad that she's getting, getting some more time. In the in the in the sort of spotlight. Why is that? Uh, because I think she's great, and I think she deserves. She I deserves don't like her time. character. We talked about her last week. We did, and I'm hoping that maybe we'll get some eventually get some more nuance in that, or maybe just something better. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I think as a person, she's still. I don't. I don't think that she's responsible for her character. I think that All that's right. the WWE. So, so who do we have? We have Alexa Bliss. Well, she's in the in the championship match, so she's she can't disqualified. Do this. Yeah, it, it's literally she can't do, she can't be in it. She, she can't, can't be in it. Yeah, she can't do two she, matches. Okay. Yeah. So there's Nia Jax, maybe because. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, well, so Nia Jax hasn't been on the show lately. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. There's some speculation that she's leaving WWE. Oh right, we talked about this. Yeah. She's going back to modeling. But apparently, no. What's she apparently doing? Apparently not. Well, I don't know what she's doing, but like Alexa, who's her like real life. Very good friend. Sure. Uh, apparently said on some like radio show that she was like, yeah, she just had, she just like had a vacation scheduled, so she's just on vacation. Like everybody's making a big deal out of it, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't know it. though. I don't trust anything that anybody in the WWE says. I know, right? So so who knows? Um, I think that they might do something where it's like she comes back at the last minute and then becomes like the sort of secret weapon of Raw or something like that. Um, they might try some kind of angle like that. Uh, but she's a maybe. But then there's there's uh. Mickey James is an option. Okay. Uh, Emma is an option. Uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey. So that's four right there. Oh, and Asuka. And then Asuka. Asuka's going to be in it. Yeah. I think Asuka's going to be in it too. My, yeah, I'm wondering, I think they might just like kind of let Nia Jax be away for a while. And I think let Asuka build because like right now, Nia Jax is the sort of like unstoppable force of the Raw Women's Division. And I think that they're going to like let Asuka like sort of make a name for herself on raw through that i want she's gonna stop fighting emma well i mean she's kicking her ass emma's doing good in those matches too she is yeah but yeah i mean she's had two matches and they both managed to get the same person she'll have she'll have plenty of matches all right i'm gonna say bailey okay sasha mm-hmm. oscar mm-hmm. who's the other one you said mickey oh, james one. oh yeah it'll be mickey james i guess there's dana brooks out there too lots of options. oh yeah I'm i think it'll say- be mickey you think it'll be Mickey? I think she, yeah, she hasn't gone away yet. So. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. I don't. I'm actually gonna say I don't think Mickey James is gonna be. It's gonna be Alicia Fox, uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Oscar, and I think Emma. That's my five. Why Emma? Uh, just because she's been involved in the feud with Oscar. So I think like I don't know. I guess I I just see her. I guess I just see her staying in the picture. I feel like, and it, I felt like what Mickey James was saying. She gave a little like speech at the end of the at, of her match with Alexa, and it felt like she was kind of saying that she was going to be gone for a little while. So I think she's going to be kind of uh, yeah. But then she in. showed up this week. Yeah, and assaulted. So maybe Alexa. I don't fucking know anything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if she can't be in a match against Alexa, was like, she'll be in something. Yeah, sure. I think there was uh, when they were doing the under siege thing. There was a moment where like 
the women of SmackDown faced off with the women of Raw. Yeah. And it was, I think, Sasha, Bailey, Alicia Fox, and Mickey James. So maybe Oscar will be the fifth of that one. I don't know. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, what about the men? The boys. The boys. The They're boys are a, little, are a little trickier because there's many more boys. Yeah. Um, let's start with SmackDown because okay. there's fewer boys Who's there. out? Who's disqualified from being in this match? I think the only people that are not in it for sure are the Usos, Jinder, and Baron Corbin. According to Kurt Angle, Jinder Mayhall. Mayhall, yes. <laughs> Jinder Mayhall. Jinder oh. Mayhall. It's literally your job to know this guy's name, Kurt. Yeah. That's all you have to He's do. He's an unbelievable man okay unbelievable he's not very he's not too bright anyway so gender i'm sorry give him to me again uh so the people that are not in it are gender may hall yeah uh baron corbin and the usos the usos the usos my favorite really think of a goofy pronunciation for that it's a pretty simple the usos Mm -hmm. um cool so so i think it seems like the new day are going to be heavily involved and if that's the case, then that's three people right there. Wait, aren't they? Don't they have a tag team match though? Uh, no, they they're tag, oh, the Usos. It's the do. Usos versus Excuse Seventeen. Me. Ooh, champion versus champion. Well, we know it's Randy me. Orton is the team captain. Oh yeah, that's right. Wait, was he the captain or did he just like confirm that he was in it? I thought it was. Oh, I guess maybe he's maybe. just confirmed in it. Maybe so. And then Kevin Owens is facing Shinsuke next week to determine. I do not know. I don't remember either. Kevin Owens is fighting someone to determine if Kevin Owens or someone is in the match or not. Okay. Maybe it's just going to be the fucking New Day and Shinsuke and Randy. That'd be kind of cool. That would be pretty sweet. I like that team. Um, Wait, so does does Sammy not get to be in it now that he lost? I think it's like up in the air. Okay. I think if Kevin wins, then he's got like, he'll be in it or something like that. Um, oh, boy. But I'm wondering if maybe... Okay, so... So Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn are, like, actively feuding with Shane McMahon, right? Right. So I'm wondering if, like, they're going to, like, try and get into the match. They're not going to get into it. Then they're going to argue that they should be in it. They're still not going to get into it. And then they're going to, like, sabotage it in some way. That would be, I guess, interesting. But why? <laughs> what would be the point? Uh, just to fuck with Shane because they don't like Shane. So they're going to make SmackDown lose? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, Maybe Shane. I, I feel like Shane and and Daniel Bryan are starting to feud a little. Yeah, I feel like it's your job. It's in your job description. Yeah, I guess that's true. And then Daniel was the one. I don't like the decision you made, but yeah. it's in my job description. <laughs> uh, and Dan, I, like I remember when. And we know that you just that you settle workplace disputes in the ring. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Uh, well, and I'm thinking back to at the like at the beginning of the Kevin Owens Shane McMahon stuff before Hell in a Cell. Like Daniel was the one that like kicked Shane off the show and was like, "You can't put your hands on the talent," kind of stuff. So that's interesting. Is it? <laughs> maybe not. I well, I mean, this is why I was asking. Do you think Daniel Bryan will come back? I don't. I maybe don't. maybe not to fight uh, Kurt Angle, but to fight Shane McMahon, mm. and then he'll lose and he'll go. You know what? Fuck this. And then leave. Going to Ring of Honor. Why would he go to Ring of Honor? Why wouldn't he go to New Japan or something? Uh, I think, well, I mean, I think he wants to stay in the United States because he has a, a very young daughter. Yeah, but aren't there wife. bigger promos in the U.S. than Ring of Honor? I think Ring of Honor is the biggest one in the U.S. Really? The biggest non-WWE one. I mean, aside from, well, okay, TNA is like maybe bankrupt, so <laughs> they don't really count. Um, Just morally. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly morally bankrupt, possibly financially bankrupt as well. Um and then, yeah, I mean, I think, like, like there's there's uh, GPW. 
I think that's Gorilla Pro Wrestling. I think Gorilla Pro Wrestling. Yeah, it's like G U E R R I L I. Oh, like got it. Gorilla Combat, but I think a gorilla is their logo. Oh, maybe it's Pro Wrestling Gorilla. I don't fucking know these things. Anyway, I think Ring of Honor is the biggest indie in in the states. Well, I, I isn't Lucha New Japan too. coming to the states? Or is they're it just doing more stuff here, but I mean, it's still New Japan Pro Wrestling. So it's, it's still, still in Japan. It'll just Japan. be okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's the whole thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That'll be a ways away, though. I don't think Daniel Bryan's stepping away anytime soon. He just likes likes to allude to it on Twitter a lot, which maybe he's just fucking with people. Maybe he does value his life more than he values wrestling, but who knows? I do. I know that you do. <laughs> uh, who do you think will be on the Raw team? Um, that's a great question. I think that I think that the bar would make a lot of sense because they're pretty cool. Again, again who is out? Who is out? Uh, that would be Seth and Dean. That would be uh, uh, Brock Lesnar, which I wasn't really. Pl- I wouldn't really expect him to be. Presumably anyway. Bray and Roman, and then the Miz, and then yeah, Bray and. Ro- well, so that's the thing is like nobody really knows what the timeline in Bray and Roman is. So like Roman could come back and be like the secret weapon of, of the Raw roster. Oh, nobody boy. really knows the 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 kayfabe timeline on Braun Strowman either. So he could come back and be a part of this too. But like I said, I think he's like basically feeding oh, Kane's Kane, around. So. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, like, they could just put together, like, a, a, a super, quote-unquote, stacked team of, like, Braun Strowman and Kane and, like, all these, like, giant, scary, and Roman Reigns and all these, like, giant, scary people, and then maybe do the same sort of thing where, like, K- Kane and Braun Strowman just, like, can't get along because there can only be one monster in the WWE. So you think this is going to be a lot of infighting? There is. I mean, that's usually what they do is because, like, they don't really, like, the fact that SmackDown came and attacked Raw, like, during their show was a pretty uncommon thing and so there's not really a lot of like inter-show building for these feuds it's all about sort of like building like the the teams themselves are kind of feuding in order and it's all about like i don't know are they going to be able to like work together in order to like get survivor series sure sure which i think is more interesting but Mm -hmm. for the sake of survivor series i'd kind of like it to just work out so that we could see the good matches yeah right yeah you would you would you would hope that and i mean maybe that'll be the case but but who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I don't either. Um, I saw someone post on the internet about how it would be cool if there was like some kind of stakes for Survivor Series, which isn't something I hadn't really thought about, but I do really agree with. Like, I saw somebody post something on the internet about how it would be cool if Seth and Roman made out and then, <laughs> you know, did all that stuff. Did all that, that fun stuff that people that make out do. I see a lot of stuff yeah. on the internet for people who think something would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, well, what were you talking about? I just, I, I agree with this point that it, like, uh, so in, like, in, I don't know if they do this in basketball, too, but in baseball, like, the all-star game, the it's the American League versus the National League. Sure. And whoever wins gets, like, home field advantage during the World Series, right? Is that yes. still a thing? Yeah. I think that's a thing in basketball as well, but I can't remember. Um, but it would be cool if, like, wrestling did something like that, too, like, you know, whoever wins at Survivor Series, they get money in the bank next year. Uh, or they get, like, to choose... Money in the bank to do what? Or just they get that pay They get that pay-per-view as part oh. of their sort of set of pay-per-views. Or it's like they get to they get to choose the order people come out at Royal Rumble or something or like that. Or they get, like, the main event at WrestleMania yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. See, that's even better. Look at you using your head. Um, that's all I got. So, yeah. So, I don't know. That'd be cool. I don't think they're going to do that. But 
I mean, they, they listened to your idea. We've about... done a lot of fantasy booking this week. <laughs> Not even booking, just like how we'd like the the show to function. Yeah, we're just kind of rewriting wrestling this yeah. week and trying to figure as we out do every week what makes what's what's more entertaining. Do you think Braun's alive? I do think Braun is alive. The real guy or like the wrestler? Both. What if they killed him in real life but not in kayfabe? <laughs> they just been, they just had Kane grow a beard and like and and grow his hair out or wear a wig and he's just like I'm just Braun Strowman now. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy if that'd Kane like lost his mind and became Braun Strowman. I think there w- back in the day there was a there was a feud between Kane and Kane. What? Kane like yeah, there was like somebody it was when Kane was not wearing his mask for a while. He was still like the demon Kane and he wore his like red and black pants, but he sure. just didn't wear his mask. And then they had somebody come out like in the Kane mask and stuff like that. And there was a feud between Kane and Kane. So this is like what you want to do with uh Bray teaming up with Finn Balor to fight Sister mm, Abigail. Sister Abigail and, and the uh, demon. Yeah. The demon. I yeah. guess they could do that. They could. I mean, someone could certainly dress up as the demon. And I mean, Easily. anybody can put on a dress, so they can. Someone can dress up. As I feel like it'd be. To, I feel like it'd have to be like Kevin Owens, who has a similar body to, to Bray, Bray Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Owens is the only person I can really think of off the top of the dome. Hmm. I'd like. I'd see that. I'd. I'd pay to see that. You would I'd pay, pay to see Kevin Owens in a dress. dress. Not even fighting. Just, <laughs> Not even fighting. Just, just kind of a nice picture behind a curtain. Yeah. By yourself uh, in an alley. Yeah, it seems great. Well. <laughs> what else with, have we got with that said uh i don't think there's much else going on i kind there's of a lot that happened i feel like something else i mean the bludgeon brothers are still doing their bullshit they're still, they're still hitting cameras with uh, hammers uh fashion files was kind of funny yeah so now they're gonna do a little a little stranger things thing well they uh this week they they had james ellsworth as their captive mm, that was nice and uh the ascension threatened to cut his chin off which i thought was a pretty good joke yeah, yeah. you know this whole thing with james ellsworth has been like really going on in the background where it's just like he was maybe sort of like a submissive to to uh to carmella yeah. and now he's just kind of actually a dog <laughs> like yeah wearing a leash and like she lost him and yeah and, kept, they, and daniel bryan was like oh they'll send a search party for him yeah right like they never really talked about why that was happening like one week carmella just showed up and james ellsworth was on a leash and then they've just like it's just like continued to be a thing it's very it's very funny it's, it's very a good it's, it's a good fun. bit because i don't like him yeah i don't either but hey at least he's got a job <laughs> he's yeah, right collecting a paycheck so what else happened this week ron <laughs> uh there was that pretty sick match of AJ between one or both of the Singh brothers. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was just the one. But The I, other and, one was there. They kicked Jinder out. Yeah. They did yeah, the opposite of what they normally do. Mm-hmm. I also like the idea of the Singh brothers having to regularly fight to defend Jinder's honor. Like It's very good, yeah. It's very <laughs> sweet. It's very... They do love him. They do love him so much. Uh, th- but this match went exactly the way I wanted it to, where it was yeah. about a minute of AJ just... <laughs> pummeling both Wailing of the Singh brothers yeah. and then pinning him and then it was just over yeah it was delightful it wasn't it was even a match it almost was... as good as the time that shinsuke wrestled both of them and did the same thing yeah that it, was yeah that was maybe a little bit better um it was a pretty interesting week for aj though because i mean he had yeah. that great match with sin balor and then he was back on raw the next night which was which was pretty cool yeah teaming up with uh seth and dean yeah in what what many people would call another sort of dream match i feel like AJ is currently like the Spider-Man of the Marvel Universe, where he's just the glue holding together mm, mm. Uh, WWE. Like because he just of makes, all his webs. 
and yeah, and he's shooting all those webs out of his hands. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, like the past couple of weeks, they just keep pulling him into things. Yeah. Like, hey, we need you to make this interesting. Like, we're trying to build up to Survivor Series. AJ, please come make an please, appearance over please here. Please come do a, some cool flips over here. Yeah. So why why was AJ fighting with uh, our our Raw Tag Team Champion? And who were they? Who were they even fighting? I don't. It even was remember. against the Miz in the Bar. Oh, okay, yeah. Why did this happen? Yeah, I mean, it was sort of just like continued fallout from from TLC. I think that uh, Miz was saying that like you know Kurt Angle had no way, no right to like insert himself into that match or anything like that. Um, was maybe saying he could have won if it wasn't for Kurt or something like that. I don't really know, but Kurt basically just used that as a way to set up uh, set up this this triple threat tag, not triple threat, three on three tag team match. Um, where the Miz once again teaming up with Cesaro and Sheamus versus Seth and Dean, and then he was like, and then we have a special guest, and it's AJ Styles. But why? They basically just said that they worked out a sort of like a deal with uh, with SmackDown. We're just like AJ Styles was going to like work for us for a couple things. It was just like it's a it's a short term thing. Uh, but is it? What's that? Is it? Do you it think is. A, do you think AJ is moving to Raw? No, I don't. I think he's... Well, I mean, like I said, like we, we just said, he's still involved with Jinder Mahal. I think that he's eventually going to win that championship. I think he's going to eventually have a feud with Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I think, like... I mean, like I said earlier, like, WWE seems like it's really in panic mode right now. And so they're like, uh, what can we do to get people to keep watching? Like, let's, you know, put AJ Styles in every fucking match, and then people will be compelled. What if they were... What I if wasn't. the illness has made Roman Reigns realize that, like, he doesn't want to do this anymore? <laughs> that would be incredible. Nobody likes him. Like, the show's going fine without him. Yeah. And he's just, like, he takes, like, two weeks off to recover from his illness. And he's like, I'm fine with just chilling. I'm done. I'm just going to call it quits. Yeah. I'm going to go try and make my movie career happen. That'd be a hell of a thing. I got this Justice League movie coming out soon. <laughs> I got to start getting on the promo train for that. Oh, boy. What I, if I, you just start showing up to events? As Jason Momoa. As Jason Momoa. And he's just like, like, he yeah, just me. like announces that he's doing a signing at like a comic book store. And he's like, it's yeah, me, it's, the big dog. Aquaman. I mean, Jason Momoa. I mean, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, I mean, his big dog brand t-shirts are doing really well. <laughs> They're still pretty popular. Still pretty popular. I went on Lots the, of good jokes. I went on the big dog t-shirt website the other day. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a bit. Uh... It's still a thing. Yeah. There's still a lot of... They still make new Big Dogs shirts, and they still say, like, just bizarre shit. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, man. Is it they're, they're, all, they're like, you got to run with the Big Dogs or get left behind or yeah, something like but, that? Yeah, but they're also, like... Now they're more just, like... I don't fucking know, man. It's just a big dog, and it just says, like, hashtag YOLO. Yeah, but also, like... just flicking you off. Like, grilling with the big dog. You want some or not? Like, (laughs) just stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like, it's not... I feel like it used to be, like, yeah, running with the big dog. Like, you you gotta stay motivated to do the thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now it's just, like, you are a large dog, (laughs) and and you do things that humans do. (laughs) Like, they lost the plot somewhere. Yeah. The... (laughs) Uh, the big dogs brand. You, it used to be sort of about this, like the sense of camaraderie of like, yeah, we're all big dogs, right? But now it's this sort of like this sort of like existential dread of like, yeah, I'm I'm a big dog, but no one else is a big dog, or or am I a big dog? I don't know. I feel like the big dog shirts are the only product that you can only buy on their website or from a thrift store. Is <laughs> <laughs> the only two places like they they directly send their products to thrift stores too. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they just like print them off and and load them up and donate them to Goodwill. Like if you're it's a really hurricane victim, you definitely own at least one oh big God. dog. <laughs> okay, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> oh man, um, the interesting thing. I wonder if they'll try and work this in, but the interesting thing about like AJ being involved with, with raw uh, was like, I wonder if they're going to try and spin it as he was like a sort of mole for SmackDown. And it's like, you know, he opened the door and basically allowed SmackDown to somehow get their whole roster in and then beat everybody up or something like that. The celebrity mole, the celebrity mole, my favorite. He's the Stephen Baldwin of the (laughs) WWE (laughs) universe. (laughs) AJ Styles, AJ Stephen Baldwin Styles. (laughs) Uh, oh man maybe aj styles just is steve Bal- stephen baldwin in a wig hmm have you ever seen stephen baldwin with his shirt off <laughs> oh boy i hope not we've we really lost it didn't the, stick in my memory <laughs> who could forget uh boy. I'm trying to think. Was he shirtless in the Flintstones? Uh boy, I forgot he was in the Flintstones. Oh, yeah, but he, he played Barney. Uh, Barney. Yeah. I was gonna say Boo Boo. Boo Boo. The bear. <laughs> Boo Boo the bear. Who made a cameo <laughs> in Flintstones. We are all over the place. Wrestling is all over the place. We're the big dogs. We're the big dogs. We're the big dogs of wrestling podcasts. Let's end this wrestling podcast. Okay. Uh thank you very much for listening to this 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 bizarre episode. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do that by going to your your nearest your nearest search engine, your nearest Google, and typing in Blind Tag Cast, or as Seb Gorka would say, Bing it. Who? Uh, so he's some fucking guy that is a conservative, and uh, he was like talking shit to people on Twitter. Oh, Seb Gorka. Okay, yeah. and he said yeah. he said Bing it <laughs> to somebody. Hey, why don't you Bing it? Why don't you go Bing it? You'll find um, nothing. You'll you'll find nothing. Don't look for us on Bing because now I think Bing is in cahoots with Seb Gorka. Uh, but mm. do Google us and find our show on Twitter and on Facebook and on just the regular old world worldwide web. www.blindtagcast.com. Dot com. It's dot com. Uh, not d- not dot co. Not dot org. Not. I mean, it could be. It could be. Do you guys want to go to the... It, I mean, just go let to us know on Twitter yeah. at Blind Tag Cast. Your preferred URL. Yeah, I guess we could buy more if no, you we don't need to do want that. to. Seems like a waste of time. Is it a different one? Uh, thank you to Small Parks for letting us use their song Restless as our in and out music. Uh, really appreciate that. I do. I do. It's fun having a, a theme song. It is. It's great. Um, I'm Matt Raddick, and I have been your face. I'm Ron Del Volano, and I've been your deal. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Cause you're falling